Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Implications of Phineas and Ferb podcast. There's 365 days in a gap year, and uni's gonna come and end it. So the ones in a lifetime, problem for us is find a good way to spend it. Making a podcast. Flawless girl. Just like the bloody... <laughs> the bloody... The episode of Phineas and Ferb, we're opening with a flawless girl commercial. You got flaws, you got heaps of them, fix them. Well, you can fix your issues with our sponsor this week. That's right, we don't have one, so you can't fix your issues, I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. So it, if you've got issues, just you've got to live with them. Because we, we can't help. We, we can't help. Don't anyway. come here for help, I'm sorry. But, you know, if if we did have a sponsor, we could we could do a whole flawless girl thing just like the show and we, we like, could do a whole lot of work we could we we can fix all of your problems just use this product but we can't because we don't have a sponsor imagine thinking of all these cool jokes but never having a punchline mm, it's it's pretty painful it's, our, a, it's, it's difficult being us it's the life of a podcaster so we are up to season two episode three attack of the 50 foot sister and Backyard Aquarium. I've got the first one, and you've got the second one. Yeah, and I would just like to correct the title. Mm-hmm. Um, Attack of the 15.24 Metre Sister. Looking at her in this episode, she looks like she's bigger than 50 foot, I would say. Uh, see, she's pretty big. Size is a hard thing to, like, comprehend. Mm. So I thought I would get some examples of how high 15 metres is. Right. Then I got distracted by how good the episode was. So as far as it's I got... It's a very good episode. It's about four. Three mm-hmm. to four stories. Cool. So... If, you, if you've got large Oops. stories, it's about three. If you've got small stories, it's four. That's about right. That looks about right. Yeah. Four stories high. It's very high. Yeah. It's it's very high. It's very high. Um, and with that neck, at least two <laughs> stories a neck. Two stories a neck. <laughs> <laughs> you'd go up an elevator of Candace and you'd be like feet, you know, body, whatever. And then neck. Ginger. <laughs> um... All right, this what commercial, happens? We open with this flawless girl commercial right at the start. Flawless um, girl, flawless girl, and then we get a um, an absolutely banging line. Their catchphrase because nobody's perfect without our products. Love me some capitalism. It's it's, it's a great satire of the beauty industry. Yeah, and, and I think it gets it. It captures the point. It yeah, right there, right on the head. Yeah. Um, All the beauty products I've bought have made me like feel flawless as long as mm, I use them. Mm, definitely. Um, interesting thing, it's the Midsummer Festival. Yeah, I, I, some time continuity, not really, because there's, there's 189 episodes of Phineas and Ferb, Mm -hmm. and that's including like the half ones, like each half. Mm -hmm. Uh, and we've watched about 50 of them. And so Midsummer, 139 episodes to go. I would have just pointed out we're at the start of season two and it's already Midsummer and there's four seasons and two movies. Well, I like me numbers. Yeah. I, but uh, also, fair enough. It's not midsummer. It's not mi- midsummer at all. But then again, it's an endless summer. And who says the episodes are in order? Oh, 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 not our season one for that. That's for Dead. sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, Actually, a throwback to season one. If you heard the sounds of paper, yes, it's because I have my notebook. We uh, found the I, notebook. Yeah, the OGs from like the first two episodes will remember me saying I've bought a notebook for this. I bought my D dependable pen from uh, a company, stationary company that shall not be named. Because which they're isn't, not sponsoring us. They're not sponsoring us. And I don't work for them like the other stationary company that will also not be named here. And so I couldn't like exactly say that I was promoting their stuff because they are. No, can't say that. Yep. Anyway, <laughs> um, I've got it. It's back. 
Don't ask me where it was. It was in Lachlan's house, in his bedroom, and I've been missing it, and it's really sad that the I hadn't had back. it. Your uh, favourite member of the podcast, the pen and notebook. Are <laughs> <back>. <laughs> They're finally back. We're into the swing of things. Um, oh, it's they have a Bajit signal. Not only is the Bajit signal, it is a reference to Star Wars. Exactly. <laughs> and it's a very funny one. This episode is thick with the Star Wars references. The two that we have are certainly thick. Yeah, it'll, they're both pretty extended yeah, jokes. We see like, the hologram and I'm just like, oh, okay. Very Star Warsy. They, also, well, they have a hologram communication. That's fine. Hologram communication with their eight-year-old friend. Like, that makes sense to me. Again, or however old fine with that. Is. They even mention their portal Mars and that. They've got hologram tech. Yeah. And then at the end, you are my only hope. I'm like, ah, 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 ah. man of culture. <laughs> Episode four is a good, good movie. And I, really I just can't it. wait to watch the Star Wars episodes with you. I still can't believe you haven't seen them. Yeah, I haven't seen the Star Wars episodes of Phineas and Ferb. It's, I've, I, That's going to well, make I, some good We were going to watch content. them when we were binging Phineas and Ferb, but yeah. I deliberately didn't because, and, and I never asked about it because I wanted to experience them for the first time on the podcast. Yeah, and then we made the podcast. Yeah. yeah, made the podcast. So that's going to make some good content. Oh, yeah, it When's is. When's that coming? Never. Um, Not happening. We get Perry's dramatic entrance. He gets, you know, dropped down from the roof and there's like a bunch of water and some fish and they all hit the ground. And then Monogram's like, oh, I'm sorry that we put the thing in the neighbor's koi pond. You know, what can you do? All right, to avoid a lawsuit... Give those fish fedoras and make them agents. <laughs> <laughs> Bribery is the best way of getting made with anything. And that comes into play later. Oh, it's so good that they had like a callback into their own episode when the fish help Perry defeat mm. Doof. You're agent Koi. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. You can edit this, right? Agent Koi. Beautiful. Look at this go. Yep. Um... And what have, what else have we got? You missed the greatest thing about Doof. Mm. Doof's a music producer. Yeah. Our entrance, in, uh, our entrance to Doof. Turns out that's not only, it's not pre-recorded. It's live. Yeah, and he's got people, he's got the dudes in the studio. Now, having them in the studio rather than just like with a set like a live setup implies that it is pre-recorded, mm. but it's diegetic. He actually plays it. Like, that he recorded it and made it for himself, which yeah. is in continuity because it's also his ringtone. Yeah, but, like, this so, this is, like, after and after lots of episodes. Do you think yeah. they've been in that recording station for that long or he recorded it and for some reason they're just back to do a re-recording or something? That's a good point because I was going to say maybe this episode takes place first and this is him getting the ingle, jingle for the first time. Well, this but is it's the, the Midsummer Festival. Yeah, so that means heart, there has to be at least one episode before it. Mm, so how did he record the jingles beforehand? beforehand? And is it just a re-recording? Maybe, yeah, maybe he's updating the recording, giving it a bit more stereo, you know, making the harmonies a bit tighter, it's, and stuff like that. I'm you know? glad you mentioned it was a good starter episode, because it is indeed a good starter episode, and it is winning the award for, if I was to give this Phineas and Ferb, like if I was to introduce someone to Phineas and Ferb, this is how I'd introduce them. You would show uh, them this episode. Apart from, like, the Star Wars and Marvel, like, tie-ins, you'd be like, oh, you really like that. Yeah, I, th they would be good, but I wouldn't show them as first episodes. Whereas this one, it's, um, even though it's got all this wacky hijinks, it's quite extreme. It shows, which we will get into later, yes, yeah. the extreme power of Phineas and Ferb. Um, the implied ridiculousness. The implied ridiculousness. It's also, it doesn't break any conventions. Yeah, it's it is. a solid episode. Phineas and Ferb formula. Mum doesn't see it. Candace is crazy about it. And there's also a bit of Jeremy love in there. Yeah, we love Jeremy. Big supporters. Jeremy's a good person. Um, 
we have got Bajit um, sees Ferb's fold-out thing, because Bajit wants to win the best watermelon con- contest Who doesn't? Midsummer Festival. Who doesn't go to the Midsummer uh, Festival and go, you know what I want to win? The watermelon contest. Mm. Yeah, I definitely... But unfortunately, never done his that. watermelon is too small. It's too small. So, contacts Phineas and Ferb. Ferb's like, I'll just get my chemistry kit out, and he just unfolds a laboratory. Bajit looks at Phineas and she's like, can I borrow Ferb sometime? No, his contract won't allow it. <laughs> but like, <laughs> but like, I would I ask that it. too. Ferb was so useful to have around. You just, you just like Ferb. I need X thing. Ferb produces X thing. Mm-hmm. Done. Like, easy peasy. He's like, so easy. He's like Kowalski from the Penguins of Madagascar, where he can just that, produce anything out of nowhere. No, that's Rico. That's re- I'm sorry, Kowalski's the smart one. I'm Kowalski's sorry. Kowalski's the smart one where I'm he's disappointment. like, Kowalski, options. Kowalski, analysis. <laughs> analysis. That is a good meme. And then and then Rico's the... The one that can <laughs> regurgitate anything. Yeah, and, and it's just like there. bombs. And Verb doesn't even need to regurgitate. He just pulls it out of nowhere. He just pulls it out of his pocket. Mm. He's got that... Uh, later on, he does it again with the umbrella. Yep. Verb is always prepared. Do love, love to, to see, see him keep that up. Um, So Candace is too short. To be the next flawless girl. Model. Yeah, flawless women are five foot ten. <laughs> Just dark Phineas and Ferb. Yeah, that's. I, I don't actually know how tall five foot ten is. Five foot ten. You're like six one, so like a couple inches shorter than you. It's tall. Thank for you girl. for. Um, five foot ten. I don't have anyone. I don't know of no one of five foot ten. Anyway, tall for a girl. Tall for a girl in Australia, at least. Yeah. Oh, and everywhere Australia has a very tall height average. Oh. Our height average for women is like, like five seven or something. Like we're, we've got quite a lot taller. Nice. Whereas like it gets like the, it's way shorter in England. It's like five four. All right, now we're just saying numbers. Yeah. We'll look it up later. The, fact, the difficulty fact is fact checkers. I the dare difficulty you. is people ch- throw these numbers around, and I'm like, this would be amazing if I actually gave a fuck about your imperial <laughs> system. Give it to me in centimeters. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for some reason, size like it just works better in feet. Yeah. People yeah. are like, I like being Except when you're six 15 metres tall, and then it works better in metres. Yeah, that's true. When you get up to 50 feet, you're like, how big is that? 15 metres? That, that's I can imagine. Yeah. It's only at people scale that I understand feet. And even then, it's like, we should still swap to metres. Yeah. Does, uh, I, still don't, I don't think if you've got six of my foots and you stack them up on each other, I'd be that tall. I think you would be. Yeah, well, apparently I am. Yeah. But who would stack feet? This is dumb. Anyway. It's very dumb, yeah. Next. Um, the reason that these two stories collide, Candace needs to be taller. The boys have created a growth serum to make. So she's just like, quick, I figure. saw it work, and it only did a little bit. So I only need to grow a little bit. Whoop. Chuck it on you. You've made a grave mistake. <laughs> you thinking Phineas and Ferb growth serum doesn't grow you massive. Now. Rookie mistake. Um... It starts off by, like, growing in disproportionately for some wacky hijinks. So we see her head grow first, right? The bubble head, that and was gets funny. massive. It was quite funny, but how did her heart function? Because all of a sudden there's a lot more blood that needs to go up than there was before. You know before, well, you know how we keep bullying her neck? Mm. That that neck is a machine. Yeah. Not only can it keep her head up normally, like, giraffes have issues with having long necks. Their heads will explode when they tip over. Now it's got ten times the weight on top of it. That neck is cast iron. That is, it's going solid. Yep. 100%. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, no, you, your body cannot live with just boom face. Just all neck, yeah. It's, you need a heart that works big as, works good as well. God, <laughs> English. Works, works good. good. <laughs> um, we, we also get a funny cutaway where they we cut to Phineas and Ferb before Candace runs over being like, fix this. 
And Bajit's sitting there. He's like, so are there fireside boys too? <laughs> no, it's the fireside girls. It's like yeah. Boy Scouts. Yeah. Come on, Bajit. This is basic stuff. But if there's, there's Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts. No. There's Boy Scouts. And, and Girl there's Scouts. there's fireside girls. <laughs> gender <laughs> segregation. <laughs> We love to see it. Nothing, nothing makes you happier than gender segregation. Oh, yeah. it's 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 what it's the way you, it should be. Yeah. If you if you can't get on with that person, you should just completely segregate them from your. Hundred yeah. percent. This is this is good life advice. Good life advice. With the boys. See, we said we couldn't help you at the start, but here we are telling you how to properly run any sort of minority. Yeah. Segregate. Segregate them, them. exactly. Get, just get them out. Just pretend they don't exist. It's just fine. It's just yeah, it's, worry about it's it. how we've done it before, and it's had great success. Back to Doof Studio. He has a gold record. Yeah, he's a studio yeah. guy. I told yeah. he's he's a he's a gold nominated. I don't know what yep. gold is. Music producer. Look at him go. And deserves a gold record. That just just that by itself deserves a gold record. Fun fact: um, gold certification currently means the sale of five hundred thousand units for albums and one million for singles. Do you think? How long do you think? Us playing that 500,000 times would take. I'll be honest, Chief. It's going to be a while, isn't it? <laughs> you should stop now. Yeah. And also, it doesn't even matter. It's sales. Oh, we didn't buy it, did we? Yeah. <gasps> Imagine if you could. I'd buy it. 100%. I want to support the show. Yeah. And I also want to support Doof and his... Yeah, I, I do yeah. think this might also be a bit of uh, Dan in there because Dan obviously voices Doof mm. and I think he's gone, you know what, let's make a good in-joke. Let's have... Well, I'm pretty sure, don't quote me on this, but some of their music might have gone gold because... Like, yeah, probably gone it gold. It wouldn't surprise me because they've, they've had made stuff... These. It's a good song. Yeah, no, it wouldn't surprise me if they'd gone gold because they've had stuff on the top 40 before. Yeah, that's like what Swampy, Swampy said. Yeah. yeah, you know, when we recorded an episode of this podcast and with if you want Jeff to hear Swampy about months, that, <laughs> jump over to season five. It's real good. We did an episode with Swampy. Oh my God, flex that shit. Every single episode. Um, so Doof's plan for today is a to make sm- everything smell like diapers. Because he's just sick of this crap. He's just like, he just, I'm going to ruin everyone. I'm going to ruin everyone's day. I'm getting rid of this festival. It's going to smell bad. Fair enough. As people living in a town where a festival was just recently cancelled and it was one of the best things to happen this year. Yes, agreed. I I am, I can't even fault Doof today. I cannot even begin to fault Doof today. If he I, is 100% correct. If I could flood the country music festival with diaper smells resulting in everyone leaving immediately, I would. We already try to get the tourists, like, try to annoy the tourists because we play the national anthem really loudly from the pool's speakers and <laughs> over across the um, the fields where all of the tourists are staying really, really early on Australia Day. So, like, the second day of the festival, they have to get up at, like, 4 a.m. and you've ruined their entire and day. And then you realise they're into that crap and they start playing their banjos and tapping away with the guitars and ye they've howdy. got their ye howdy cowboy hats and, and the straw like, in their mouth and they're like, like God, live I wish I was in Nashville. That's what they're after, but it'll go there's, second best. There's, like, so many genres of music and I, I love music to my core. And for some reason, I'm living in the town with the festival named after one genre of music, and it's the only genre I dislike. <laughs> Do you know how hard that is? <laughs> yeah, that that can be hard. Mm. <sighs> um, so just going to make everything smell like diapers. Um, 
we can't avoid it anymore. They made a growth serum. Okay, they made a growth serum, and it's 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 a serum, and you just like put it on you. It doesn't. They don't really clarify exactly what you have to do, and then Doof gets it mixed up when there's a big fight over this serum. That beauty lady nearly got it. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine if she commercialized growing serum? Your nose is too small. Grow it. No, Crazy. you know where this is leading, right? Penis enlargement pills. <laughs> he want to buy some pe- penis enlargement pills? <laughs> yeah. It, it, pills? It's, a, it's not Flawless Girl anymore. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> That's quite funny. You could sell it to anyone, though. Yeah, you could There's sell it to anyone. There's always parts of body that you want yeah, to get bigger. Yeah, bigger. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah, you know 100%. what I'm thinking. But yep. instead, we get quite possibly one of the most ridiculous, physics-breaking, and insane hardest implication that we've ever seen before. We, um, so Doof accidentally mixes the diaper smell serum up with the growth serum. And, and cha- instead of Candace getting shrunk back down to a no, normal size. No, no. And instead of selecting tri-state area, it selects the universe. First of all, a machine that can put anything in the universe. That is impressive. That is very hard if to do. If you have any machine with a dial that turns to the universe, that's impressive. <laughs> You've already <laughs> doesn't won. matter what it even does. And like... The, the theory currently is the universe is expanding, right? Yeah. Well, then that would mean it would have to travel faster than light for it to reach the edge of the universe. But then exactly. again, for what it does, it doesn't actually need to. Yeah. But um, then also... So what... what he, <laughs> he shoots the entire universe with growth serum and everything except for Candace expands. No, everything except that's used it before because he said it yeah. only works once. And so that's why the watermelon's still small. Yeah. At the end. But everything grows into the 50 foot. Like 50 times the size. So how, right. how, uh, let's be generous and assume Candace is six foot. She's not, but let's do it. Um, well, five foot because it's easy to do math. So it's like. It grows you about 10 times. Yeah. Roughly. I was going to go like seven or six, but yeah. Yeah, that works. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't matter. Grows you a lot. Yeah. And every single elf, because remember the mum says size is relative, grows six times its size. Mm-hmm. Let's, um. <laughs> Righto, so firstly, it shows us this zoomed out shot where all the planets expand. Yep. The distance between them doesn't expand. So the implication there is that it doesn't expand nothing. Like it only expands It only expands things that exist. So, no, how good do we think this growth serum is? Do we think the atoms themselves be expanded? Do you think they change the quantum state of every little particle in existence of that person? As far as we know, it would be fine if atoms expanded, right? Because if everything, every atom expanded equally, oh, no, see, gravity. No, you know, see, gravity would work if you increase the atom size. So if you... Because, oh, because everything's relative, gravity would stay the same. Everyone like, would yeah. stay the same weight. Mm. So, but Candace, is Candace heavier? Is This is where yeah. it all leads this to. Is, this is, is the Candace same, heavier? This is the same discussion as when you're, have, when you're talking about Ant-Man. Oh, Ant-Man just throws it out the window. They're just like, yeah. I want to pick up a lab, and I'm going to pick up a lab, and we're not going to discuss how you pick up a lab. Yep, but then also, we're going to have Ant-Man punch as hard as he normally punches when he's small, which implies that it doesn't change, change your mass. The mass. Which, which ruins the picking up a lab thing. Yeah. This is the same thing. He sort has a tank thing. on his keychain. If it, if it multiplies the atoms, that's ridiculous. Yeah, if if you somehow get more mass, then the Earth is no longer in an orbit with the sun. The sun is now just blown up with the rest of the entire universe. Everything explodes. But that is <sighs> what is implied. That, that is what nothingness implied. isn't expanded. Like, the, the planets are now, you know, closer together because they're all bigger. Yeah. But if the atoms themselves expanded, 
which for numerous reasons they don't. Really yeah, I, I guess I guess it kind of would work. If, if on the smallest level everything expanded an equal amount, then how would we even know? It would be imperceptible. So I suppose that I don't I don't want to be like this is perfectly for, thought through. But like this is this is perfectly fine. Yeah, I it seems all right. You know what? It probably has already happened in our universe. Probably at some point. I don't at know. some point, Doofenshmirtz did the growth thing, and we turned our normal size. But it's just it's just insane. It's mental. The scale of this is ridiculous. It's, it's literally the universe. It's the largest more thing than they doubling ever do. in size. Yeah, it's like, the largest thing they ever do by you large scale. Cannot physically get bigger than this. This is what happens when Doof and Phineas work together. And it was completely accidental. Yeah. Can you imagine what they would happen if they were working together on purpose? <laughs> if they were like, you know what, we're going to, you know, do something to the universe this time. But we're actually going to do, you know, it on purpose instead mm. of expect. It, it's just insane. It's mental. It's, it doesn't. Fortunately, this episode, uh... the science in this episode may be nuts, but you know what's even more nuts? The fantastic message it sends. Candace realizes that everyone's trying to sell her, you know, feeling better, feeling worse. They're feeling, making, making money, money off their insecurities. Which is not okay. Like, no, that's not promoting any doing. sort of insecurities in yourself is... Yeah, or promote making people feel better by making other people feel worse. Like, it's just, just don't do yeah, it. Yeah, just don't ploy to your... Yeah, anyway. Find beauty within yourself. Lovely message. Yeah, and the real beauty... From a tall girl on top of a building. Yeah, and the real beauty is to bust your brothers. Yeah, exactly. And that's what matters. So, you've got to bring it home. When like, <laughs> when we were watching this, I literally turned to Joe and said, that was almost a cathartic moment yeah, for her, wasn't we, it? Yeah, it was almost a moment where we were like, oh, we're actually really developing in our gotta and bust the brothers. And she's just like, gotta bust the brothers, though. And so, as she's running to the mother, I just want to state it again, the entire universe grows seven times. Yep. And so then the mum's like, no, you, you're not any bigger. It's relative. Or does the mum know? Mm, no one should maybe. know. That was insane. I Crazy. It, it's certainly a large episode. It's, cert, it's certainly got a lot of implications behind it. Um, and the last thing I have to discuss for this segment, um, the Koi Pond agents come back. They're already all over it. They, they, they are already trained they up. They were hired. It doesn't take much. Well, no, it does take a lot, but they, they were straight into it. They are all over it. I, I want to be like Agent Coy. I vote we revisit this episode later and get some sort of quantum physicist on and just be like, yo. Hell yeah. Watch this I episode. I am down for that. If we can... Let us know, is this possible? That and would be I, a great episode, like season five episode. Spoiler alert. I think they're going to say no. Right into us. Let us know. Are you a quantum physicist? Are you a quantum physicist? If you are... You're welcome on the show. And write into us. Just let us know. Should we do this? Is this yeah, a good idea? Also, Should we do revisit you, an episode? Do you, what, what would you think would happen? Yeah, what do you think would happen if the universe expanded it to be? Like, yeah. no. Anyway. 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 On oof, to episode two. Oof. Episode two, Backyard's Aquarium. Nice and easy story. They've got a fish now called Goldie. Don't mm-hmm. know where he came from. Doesn't really matter. <laughs> and they're like, you know what? You're looking lonely in that plastic bag of yours. And so they put him in a giant tank. So they're like, so looking lonely. Now, we'll make I, you a tank. Can I just say, Agent Coys, that's who you want his friends to be. <laughs> Steal the neighbor's koi fish. <laughs> Don't even bother stealing. Put him back in. Just chuck him in the koi pond. Just yeah. throw him in. Why not? He's fine. He'll have friends. And so they build this huge aquarium, and then they start making a show out of it. They basically still make... keep Goldie in a plastic bag for some reason. Why did they bother with the tank? They're like, it's bullying. We, we, we can't do this to a fish. We, it's not we okay. need to give Goldie friends, but we're going to make sure that he can't go anywhere near them. Anyway, they make SeaWorld. 
Yeah. Yeah, SeaWorld's got a bad rep here, doesn't it? Like, for extorting animals. SeaWorld is not a great place for a fish. Yeah, and mammal. And orcas are not a great animal to use. No, orcas, you shouldn't keep orcas in captivity at all. No, they will eat you. Yeah, that. But then also... They, you can't, there's, it's yeah. so impossible to build a tank that's the right size for an orca. Like, they're such, um, like, they sink in SeaWorld. They would swim around in circles, just, like, with, like, grating their head against the side of the fish tank and, like, get lacerations on their face and stuff because they kept bumping inside the tank because they're not designed to exist in such yeah, small and conditions. I, I don't want to watch an orca actually jump and do flips because I'd be too afraid it decided to do a flip on my face and eat and me. Eat you. Yep. 100%. Orcas are not safe animals. Do not keep orcas. But they go grab them mm-hmm. in the worst spot. From the middle of the ocean. They just get this hard cut to the, the high seas of the rickety fishing boat going against the waves. And I think it's one of the funniest jump cuts in any show ever. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's just so quick. They somehow got on here. They somehow got off it with dolphins and orcas. But they did it. And it happened. It just... Like that. Like Easy nothing. peasy lemon squeezy. Yeah, that like not even the hardest part of that episode, to be honest. Meanwhile... This is the brought worst episode, baby. I love this episode. We could call it the lightsaber or the Star Wars episode as well, because you know we know what we it's we saw. We have yet eyes. again another Star Wars parody, and you know we love to see it. Yep. They um. So Doof's plan. Oh yeah, we should probably mention that. Yeah. Is, He's he used to be a brought worst seller, and we get this amazing jingle joke where it uses. It's got like his jingle. It's like. Doofus Murder's quality, bros, worse. And it's just one voice and it's like hilarious. <laughs> it's sad. And he's sick of hot dog stands because hot dog stands get all the flipping credit. And I'm down with him. Hot dog stands on that. Uh, hot, hot dog stands aren't even that good. I don't enjoy them. Here's a fun fact I found out. How much do you think the Two tons. hot dog license in. Um, do you sell hot dogs in Central Park cost? Oh, Central Park? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's got to be a mill. Because it's... A cool mill. The way that it works in New York is they essentially have, like, these designated spots and there's only a finite number of them. They don't add any more. And then each year they put them up for auction. Nice. And you can buy them. Okay, what did the last and one go for? The One of the ones in Central Park went for 500000 last Ooh, year. Ooh, that was close. Yeah, pretty close. And 500000 for a hot dog stand, that yeah. is a lot would of money. Would you even get $500,000 out of a hot dog stand? Yes, you would. No, but there's only one. There's like, what, two guys mm-hmm. at most. Your wages are so low. Your, your product is, is easier in America. Cheap. Like, the only real expense you have is paying for that license, and then you can sell just so many hot Yeah, you don't even have to get real meat. Yeah, exactly. Or real cheese. Yeah. Or real bread. They don't even put cheese on them. You just get sugar and mm. pretend it looks like bread. Yeah, just shape sugar into a, any ambiguous shape, you know. The, yeah. Ameri- the good old American way, freedom points and all And that. then you get some more sugar, and you get a mm. red stocking, and you chuck that on. Yeah, and it's just sell that, easy peasy. Yeah. We, we could go into business. Anyway, Doof rightfully is sick of that crap and decides mm-hmm. to, you know, freeze over their boilers so then they will never sell another hot dog because they'll be mm-hmm. cold and tasteless. And what he's made is just, you know, a freezinator mm-hmm. that specifically it's only... A freeze ray. A freeze ray that specifically only freezes water mm-hmm. and only the top of it, which we mm-hmm. soon realise when he 
get when he accidentally, well, because of Cape Perry, hits the boy's aquarium. Mm-hmm. And it freezes the outside of the water and not the inside. Now, that doesn't work either. <laughs> that <laughs> they is, didn't want to kill the fish is what they wanted. I, I know, but that's not how ice works. Um, mammals mammals could have probably held their breath for a little while, like in the, in the straight freeze. Mm-hmm. And if they kept up with the Goldie in a bag joke, they could have probably said that Goldie was still in some water that hadn't been frozen. And if they mm. got out of the ice quick enough, they could have probably survived. But that is a lot of work for a show where you could just be like, nah, it only freezes the outside, they're alive in the inside. Yeah, easy. And then... Little melt. And then they, they just swim away. It just skates away. <laughs> it's... And takes the huge stage, <laughs> the huge scening with it. And it's just... a whole thing. Just meets the ocean. Done. Mm-hmm. And... At the time that this happens, Candace is being catapulted in the air because she's part of the show that Phineas and Ferb have been putting she on. She always manages she, to get into the weirdest yeah. scenario. Mm. She takes a several metre fall straight onto a solid chunk of ice and doesn't die. Or she falls head first. Like, she should be dead. Ice is hard. You would have hurt yourself. A hundred percent. She, like, gets up and, like, her hair's dishevelled, and I'm like, I don't care if you're a cartoon, your head is broken. <laughs> it's gone. Your teeth should be at least chipped. I fell, like, two metres onto concrete, and I nearly broke my back. Yeah. So. And ice is pretty much the same. Uh, ice is solid as hell, yeah. Uh, and then one of the sweetest moments, mm. she slips off into Jeremy's arms. Yeah, this is of a. Of course Jeremy's there. This is a Jeremy and Candace episode if there ever was one they are so cute yeah they try trying to call each other mm-hmm. and they get the same message but she never looks at her messages that's a bit dumb it it was remember the, back in the day when you could just like use your phone without looking at the messages yeah remember back in the day where calling or texting someone was like basically the only way to contact them mm-hmm. and we didn't have you know snapchat or instagram or twitter Messenger. or all these other things we could plug that you could contact us on implications such as gmail implications mm-hmm. yeah. at gmail.com god that was a smooth segue that was a beautiful plug and oh, we love to see it god i'm gonna end it there but i am a bit surprised and it makes me kind of feel sad that mm-hmm. i'm in a world where people plan so many things when it comes to talking over phones mm-hmm. What do you What do you mean? He's sad that people are communicating. Well, that's not no, sad, no, I'm not sad, but there's like this, like, not feeling, but the, the idea that you always have to be constant communication with yeah. someone, and then when you're not talking to them, it's that's, a horrible thing, and it's like, yeah, that's a but boundary. Like, I think that mm. if you can't go without talking to someone, then you're not really a good friend with them. You should probably see them more face to face if that's an issue there, yeah. and I think people just neglect that because they're like, oh no, I talk to them all the time on this thing, and it's like, yeah, it's not the same. Yeah, it's yeah. You got to see him. You got to see him, and that's why this pandemic is so hard because you're not seeing as many people face. I know. Face. Imagine not being with your friends. Imagine like not doing things you like. Imagine not looking into the eyes of your friend as you're recording a podcast. God, that was too. That was that was too romantic. Stop looking at me. I'm look, maintaining heavy look, eye look, contact. Look right away. Now. Heavy eye contact. <laughs> we were talking about pill and large. <laughs> no. <laughs> Heavy eye contact, uncomfortable breathing. Stop, we're in a sweaty, hot booth. This is (laughs) weird. Um, Candace just spiders up a tree. That's going back a bit, but she's like, I'm going to go scope out what's happening with these boys. Candace has really good fingernails. Yep. It's really weird. And feet, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) She just kind of spiders up a tree and just... Climbs up there. It's a great visual joke, but like... 
Honey, what? <laughs> honey, what? This is an exorcism. It's sort part of, of the flawless girl's uh, uh, range. Yep. Nails that let you Attack climb nails. trees. Yeah, Billie Eilish nails that just let you like <laughs> climb up a tree. Yep. Um, we get a great joke where, as we mentioned before, the Star Wars reference, Perry uses a hot dog, Doof uses a Brawlwurst, and they have a lightsaber fight. And yep. it's absolutely fucking hilarious. It's- Better choreographed than the first lightsaber fight in episode four. A hundred percent. It's not hard. Episode four was really good, but the lightsaber fight between Darth Vader and Obi-Wan was yikes. Yeah. They were two old men poking each other with a stick, essentially. Like, Alec Guinness was like 80. Yeah. Like, it was never going to be good. Poor dude. Anyway, um, we, we get this great moment where Perry lifts up his hat and then he holds his hand out and out of his hat flies a hot dog. Does Perry have the force? Because a little bit later, Doof holds his hand up and Perry's like, what? And he doesn't use the force. He's but like, he I made you look. And I'm like, it's funny that you're being like, of course the force doesn't exist when you just saw Perry demonstrate it. <laughs> Doof isn't force sensitive, but Perry sure as hell is. <laughs> Perry is force sensitive. Do you think he's going to heal a sandworm now? <laughs> That was such a dumb part of that movie. Oh, uh, it was so shoehorned. And it's like, you didn't even try and explain, oh, God, I hate that film. Not, uh I, I don't want to even get into Star Wars because then someone will mention episode eight and then we'll have to have the discussion where I yeah, you, talk you about it. Yeah, you defend it. I defend like, it and then we're going to get people emailing us that are being like, you are literally the stupidest person on earth. <laughs> Imagine being emailed though. Maybe you should start. Yeah, if you do want to call me stupid for liking episode eight, uh, implications of Phineas Ferb at gmail.com um, or you can hit us up on the Instagram, Instagram DM. Yeah, we should just, yeah, Reddit will go to like Star Wars and just, yeah, well, just yeah. literally say, I love episode eight because it is the best episode and just See, watch that. It's, hate flood in. It's not the best Star Wars episode, but I always end up as None the defender of, of it because everyone's everyone thinks it's bad for the wrong reasons. Everyone's like, this is stupid for this, and I'm like, you're an idiot. <laughs> it doesn't need to be a perfect movie for you to be stupid and not like uh, it. Unfortunately, Star Wars isn't that good. It just in general, it's quite stupid, isn't it? Yeah. Phineas and Ferb Star Wars, as we've discussed before. Fantastic. Top best team. Star Wars ever made. Second, The Mandalorian. Easy. Always watch that. Mm-hmm. Then Clone Wars, if you have to. What do you mean if you have to? The end of Clone Wars is so good. Oh, okay. And then all of... Oh, yeah, that season seven. Holy oh, shit. Oh. And then um, that wonderful thing called memes. Prequel memes. Just just go... That goes your, right there, yep. Do yourself a favor. Go on Reddit and read all the prequel memes. Don't need to watch any of the movies. God, this is a hot take. But, and I'm probably going to cut this because the emails will be bad. We watched episode five in cinemas the other day. It's oh, yeah. not. It's not even that good. It's it's not. And that was the best perfect. one they made. Like it's the best one, but it's probably not my favorite. I enjoyed episode seven better, and that sounds so bad. It sounds like you're like, oh, I, I don't respect the originals and stuff. But genuinely, like Han Solo is super gross in that movie. He's like hitting on Leia in the good old fashioned "you like me because I'll press myself onto you enough <laughs> times that you like me" sort of way. Yeah, and we don't get like enough of Leia being a badass and Luke is like being a little bit stupid and yeah, we get some Star amazing Wars Yoda. Dates. But like when you look at it on a big screen, everything that like doesn't look bad on home video just looks bad. Like Yoda didn't look fantastic and stuff. And I was just like, oh, Star Wars hasn't, Star Wars has never been like perfect. Like like Marvel movies, when you see a bad one, it's like, well, they've, they've had this golden period where there's like just good movie after good movie. So like it 
it hits. It's like this is a bad movie. Star Wars has never been fantastic. No, it has. So when I don't know how they got such a huge cult yeah. following. I think it was just because it was so like. And it's early. not even bad. I like it. I like all of it. But, but it's like not. it's never been perfect. And when people are like the sequels are bad because like the only good ones were Rogue One and Episode Seven, it's like yeah, like two out movie. of five as the good to bad ratio of Star Wars movies is about consistent with yeah. the rest of Star Wars. I think one people one thing that I think everyone can agree on is the universe of Star Wars is exceptional. Oh yeah. Like Great the ideas, the mm. world building is absolutely exceptional. But the characters and stories that happen, yeah. <laughs> George Lucas was not a dialogue writer and everything since it's like we're, what we're going to do is we're going to emulate the style of the originals by just not writing good characters. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're going to flip-flop, and then, you know what, we're actually going to take a step back from George Lucas and think, you know, let's make three separate films and call them a trilogy. Yep. And they just purposely shitbag the one before them. Mm. It's like, can you not just uh, have a plot planned out? This is to, This is so tangential. What happened to storyboarding? Yeah. Anyway, you're right, it is tangential. Back onto the Phineas and Ferb podcast. Let's get podcast. back to... Yeah, let's we've, get back to the... We've term. plugged the podcast in a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Have you received any messages? Any messages? Apart let's from... have a C. Open up the... No. <laughs> Haven't received anything. Why about I'm a little Apple gutted podcasts? about that. Oh, yep. Let's have a cheeky look at Apple Podcasts. Anyone left a little review? If you'd like to leave a review, did you know you can do it in-app? Did you know you can just go into the app and you can just do it there and you don't have to actually like, you know, listen to an episode or you don't you don't have to go any external websites. It's fantastic. So chuck us a cheeky review. We would appreciate it. We have been hit up by a person who we don't know, and he says he thinks it's a hit another time for Zach's dry humor and deadly oh, yeah. one-liners. And that that whoever they are, and I have no idea who sent that email. He's never coming are, back on. Yeah, no, fuck that guy. Yeah, no, he's shit. Yeah, uh, we no, didn't. That... We re-listened to the episodes. And and we were like, dang. We were like, damn, this guy just slows us down. Fuck. Mm. Yeah. No. Actually, this is a side note. I don't know if I'll keep this in or not, but we need to get Kelsey back on the podcast because Kelsey's episode is still outperforming Swampy. I, I don't. How understand. insane is that? I don't know how Kelsey's name is more pulled popular. more plays and more listens to than, than Swampy. Jeff Swampy Marsh. How? <laughs> I it's just don't know. It's gaining, though. It's, it's gaining. Been, it used to be like a 50 difference, and now it's like 10. Like, I reckon Ooh, they'll overtake well, it. But, like, still. Because the Swampy episode has some pretty sustained success. Like, it's still getting listened Yeah, yeah. But, um... But you know who hasn't pulled all that? Zach. Yep. So... So, not coming on the podcast there. Sorry, bud. Once, yep, yep, get not, out of here. Not, nah, 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 nah. Uh, and, yeah, there was that discussion, and there was someone on Instagram. Yep. Well, I think that's about all. That's about it. Yep. Uh, Do we want to plug anything anymore? You are you releasing any songs soon? Oh well, maybe 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 just uh, maybe give my Instagram a follow. I'm gonna get some cheeky stuff going on maybe in a little while. If yeah, you want to look at Bobby Ted hair on a man, <laughs> he bullies me. Wink, wink is is he a man? We don't there's know. <laughs> there's two options for my hair. We, you either you Bobby pin it down after the shower or it turns so frizzy, but not in a frizzy in a, like a consistent afro frizzy kind of way. Frizzy in a like you you look like you've just walked through like a car wash. Anyway, I'm bullying him about it because it's funny mm. and dumb. So he has bobby pins in his hair most yep. of the time and I don't like being around him <laughs> and standing next to him. So I don't like being around you just because of the person you are. Anyway, Zach, you might be come back as the co-host. It's a lovely time talking to you. I know what we've done today. I know what we've done today. <laughs>